From my dining room in Atlanta, Georgia, my name's Charlie Maverick. This is the 20th of January, 2015. I'm live. No cuts. This is just live. Me, you, the blue, and the Chromebook, and the camera, of course, talking about tech on the Mavcast. So thank you for joining me again on the Mavcast. I want to let everyone know that... Um, I'm back full force doing podcast on the Mavcast, uh, this mobile world doing a lot of things, great things in 2015, trying to open it up really wide and um, trying to stay focused. For those of you that watch, listen to the show, if you want to support the show, just want to remind you, if you do want to support the show, you can do that. Uh, I You can go to the um, Mavcast page, YouTube page, and pledge a donation to go towards the quality enhancements of the show. Uh, Not soliciting, but just letting you know that that is something you are able to do at this point in time. So without further ado, we'd like to welcome you back to another episode. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, Finishing up the State of the the Union address on TV with uh, President Obama. For those of you that are in the United States, I believe and I assume that you have been watching uh, great news, but I uh, want to go in and talk about tech. So no perfect segue from the State Union to talk about tech, but I tried to do it anyway. Successful or unsuccessful, I tried to do it. So here, a couple of months later, after buying the Moto 360 smartwatch operated by Android Wear. My impressions, my reasons for liking it, my comparison to other smartwatches that I've had or wearables, and giving you ideas of how it would benefit your life. Is it something that you need? Is it a desire? Is it an advancement in technology? Or is it a gimmick? A lot of you are on the fence about wanting to buy a wearable, a smartwatch, any piece of technology early adopting into this new trend. So I hope that I can help you make your mind up if you want to get it or if you want to wait. So let's do some background information, okay? So smartwatches have not been around that long, technically. The first smartwatch I got was the Pebble, the original Pebble, which originated from Kickstarter, the campaign, and they made a solid, solid smartwatch that was an e-ink display, and the first one I had was red. first one I had was red, and I didn't really get it. I wanted to be an early adopter. It didn't cost that much. What? It cost $150.00 which is a lot for a watch, kind of, if you want to just buy a watch on a whim and not really a watch wear because I haven't worn a watch since high school, if that, and, you know, I didn't really like things on my wrist, but it had something to do with tech, so I was like, let me at least try it. And I didn't get it. I didn't find a use case scenario for my life at that point, Uh, so I took it back. And I was like, ah, smartwatches, doesn't matter. They'll fade away soon. And then I eventually got another smartwatch. I revisited months later, I revisited the Pebble smartwatch because it got better. The App Store was solid. You didn't have to go on a website and try to bootleg apps and uh, watch faces. It was less complicated. It was better organized, had an actual app store with an app on the platform. It was cross-platform at that. So if I wanted to use it on my iPhone or if I wanted to use it on my Android phone, I can do that. Totally awesome. I found a use case scenario for it. I used to miss miss a lot of calls because I always keep my phone on silent. So my thing was, why didn't I just have something on my wrist to let me know 
that I'm missing calls, text messages, so I can triage these alerts and make sure I'm not missing anything. You, you get into the routine of life, you're just doing things, you don't check your phone. What happens? You miss out if you have it on silent. So that was a quick fix for me. But was the e-ink display enough? Was the pebble enough for me? Not really, because I also wanted fitness, a fitness aspect of it. So here's, here's my journey towards Android Wear. So I wanted a fitness aspect of it. I wanted to lose weight, wanted to get in shape. And, and again, the trend was towards um, wearables. I didn't want the Nike Fuel Band. I foresaw that as being kind of discontinued in a way. I'm like, I, I can't use it on Android well, so I'm not going to get it. So I saw the, the uh, Fitbit. I wanted the... What is it? The Fitbit, the, the one that they discontinued. I wanted that one, but they discontinued it right before I bought it or tried to buy it. So I got the Fitbit Flex. Love the Fitbit Flex. It didn't tell time, but it basically tracked my sleep for a short amount of time because I got tired of wearing it on my wrist while I slept and it kind of make it, it kind of made it uncomfortable for me. But the way that it tracked my steps, my uh, set goals, and it was just easy. Just wear it and let the technology do what it's supposed to do. I let it do what it's supposed to do. And it actually made me feel like I can accomplish things towards being more healthy. So that's what I did. And I had two wearables on me, the smartwatch, and I had a Fitbit Flex, which was great, but it was two arms. And I'm 30 plus, I'm thinking I have all this rubber and plastic on my wrist. Am I a hipster? It, to be honest, the functionality of the Pebble was increasing over time, but it was still a geeky-looking device. It was not something that watch connoisseurs called a nice-looking watch. It, it wasn't. But for a tech watch first generation, it was pretty good. So they, they came out with this Pebble Steel. It was still function like the Pebble, but it was made of metal, hence the name Pebble Steel. And that basically made it more acceptable for you to wear it out in public. And the grown-ups were able to wear it and not look as nerdy. But it still looked nerdy because it was a dynamic squared or rectangular, as you can say, uh, framed watch with the watch face, with the, with the chassis of it. It was... It still looked kind of geeky, even though it, from a from a, a far glance, it looked like a regular classic watch. But the e-ink display, let's talk about that real quick. The e-ink display did great things in terms of battery life, but it still left you wanting more. And I had the regular Pebble, and I had the Fitbit Flex, which I like the Fitbit Flex because it, I bought different bands for it, and I was able to match it with my ensemble uh, during whatever time I was wearing it. And I, I was like, oh, man, this is kind of fashionable. So I was, I was getting into more fashion-oriented aspects of uh, the coronation of the actual wearable, and that was all good. But I still felt like, why am I wearing two things when there can possibly be one? Google Glass was trying to make an experimental uh, splash in culture. Made the wrong splash. <laughs> and then it's the popularity for it started to decline. So, and that wasn't really, there wasn't a real option to just wear that on my face. But I wanted some type of thing that was cool, futuristic, and functional, but stylish. So along came the idea of Android Wear. 
in the midst of all this happening. I knew it was coming out eventually, but I didn't know what to expect. We, none of us knew what to expect. So Android Wear hit and they got the ball rolling with the ideas and the concepts of it. And when the, when the, um, the devices hit, like, uh, the, the, the mock-ups, we were like, oh man, this is going to be great or really terrible. It wasn't going to be middle of the road. It was going to be either really good or really terrible. That's what we thought. So the what they call the reference devices came out as soon as they announced it publicly. And you were able to order it right then. Google announced the reference devices. It was the LG G Watch and the uh, Galaxy... Not not the not Galaxy. Sorry, sorry. It's uh, Samsung Gear Live. They announced that rated by right then, but there was a hope and expectation for a soon release of the Moto 360. Everybody got excited about the Moto 360. It made waves months before they even made the official announcement that this was going to be an actual thing you can buy. This what I'm talking about in the tech blogosphere this lit up in the comments the forums everything they were like oh if if there's going to be a watch that makes a splash and the make the apple fanboys pee in their pants it's going to be the moto 360 because the, the picture the renders were awesome awesome looking and you're like, that's something I can wear. And then more information came out. More information came out about the Moto 360. You just got more excited, more excited. And then they never really released a day for it of release. They never, they never mentioned a day. And you kind of lost, like, like, is this really going to happen? Or is this something like a, a pipe dream? And they had the whole thing about the wireless charging, the rumors with that. It was going to be so cool. And they, they kept showing the renders of it. All we saw was renders. And it was beautiful. It's beautiful. Something you would want to wear. Something you could wear out in the street. And you're like, whoa, this is freaking awesome. But waiting on that announcement, the official announcement, we got reference devices. And I have one here. This is one I first bought. It's the Gear Live. I couldn't wait. I want to be an early adopter. I wanted to see what this thing was about. You know? So I went on Swappa.com. Shout out to Swappa.com, which uh, I found a lightly used uh, version of the Gear Live, so I didn't pay full price for it. So I'm like, okay. I found this in good condition, really good condition, and uh, it's it's at least like $40 off the price because regular price was $199. And I'm like, I'm not spending $200 plus tax on this. So <laughs> just for something, if I don't know, it's going to be crap or not. And I got on swap.com, got it. And I was very excited, very excited. So in hand, didn't have anything else to compare to it. And compared to the, the, uh, the G watch, it was, this, this was like the creme de la creme. Because the, the G Watch was like, ew. It looked ugly. It looked geeky. And why would I get this and and sell my pebble for for something that looked just like that, except it was color? At least this had metal accents and and it looked a lot better than the G Watch. But it's still not, it's still not that it wasn't that. Oh, that wow factor. It was it was something that was supposed to hold me over. But it basically it basically made me feel like at least if they never come out with a Moto 360, I'm good. I, I was like, I can't wait. So as soon as I got the gear live, I liked it so much, the functionality of it, that I sold the pebble. Just like that. Sold it. Didn't think about it twice, sold it. The guy that bought it was very, very happy with it, and everything was cool. So I got used to how it fit into my life and made things easier. It has a heart rate monitor, which is cool. It was just cool, tracks the steps, um, it tells the time, of course, had a color display. 
it showed Google Now cards, which was really, really cool. Really, really awesome. Battery life was eh, but you know, you said is the thing is you had to charge it every night. I charge my phone every night, so what's the point of complaining? Um and just just going through my my regular day, um, just wearing it, wearing it with my business clothes, wearing it with a whole bunch of things, and it's something that was that was really cool that I thought that was going to be like totally awesome, totally awesome, totally awesome, and it still wasn't enough. It still wasn't enough for me to not want more still wasn't enough i needed more i i really needed more and they finally said hey we're coming out with the motor 360 they gave a price they gave they gave uh it was 250 they gave the announcement when it was going to come out i was like I'm good. But there was something about this watch that left me wanting more. I wasn't satisfied yet. This is good, but I wasn't satisfied. So on Black Friday, I thought it was a great idea to go ahead and just splurge. Just go get it. Just go get the Moto 360, which I have right here. And when I got the Moto 360, I got it with the gray band, with the the gray band wasn't really gray. It was kind of like pinkish gray. And I'm like, I, you know, this is great. I could take this back many times to just try to get the gray band. Let me just get the pebble steel band. That's why I mentioned pebble steel. The pebble steel band, which looks really cool as a watch band. I watched a couple of YouTube videos and learned how to put it on myself. And it came with the tools and everything. So I got it, put it on, and immediately... Where I wasn't, I was never asked about this being like, you know, what watch is that? Except for when the Apple Watch was was mentioned, was was announced at the Apple event. I, I, you know, one person was like, "Hey, is that the Apple Watch?" No, it's not. Got pissed off already. It didn't have its own legacy already. So. First, when I put this on, my parents were like, oh, my gosh, that is a beautiful watch. They didn't know how it worked, didn't care. All they know, all they saw was a beautiful-looking watch. And that's all the nerds needed was a beautiful-looking watch that they were told was beautiful because of how it looked. And that's all we needed. That's all we needed. And the crazy thing was, I was, I was totally happy with it. I was totally happy. Now, you're saying, Charlie, why is this better than this? Well, you, you look at the styles of it. I mean, the square watch is good for sometimes, but you know, you're not really going to get respect from traditional watch wearers. If you don't have a round watch, if you don't have a watch looking watch. So if functionality wise, you know, if it works the same, what's the point of getting the Moto 360 over a square watch face? You could wear it with a suit and you not look like a dork. Okay. <laughs> I got many compliments on this being a watch. They didn't even know that it was a smartwatch first. Until I started playing with it, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this 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 watch is is beautiful." And hey, is that a smartwatch? And they knew smartwatch because they had it in their brains because of the the announcement of the Apple Watch. But they didn't ask if it was an Apple Watch because they knew it wasn't round. But they knew it was out there in terms of a thing. They knew there was something out there other than the Apple Watch, but they didn't know what. The mainstream didn't know what. We knew what. They didn't know what. 
And aside from getting compared, this being compared to a pebble, which is like a step back, in my opinion, because it's more functionality, this got compared to something like a Rolex. So it, right off the bat, I was satisfied with the purchase. I was like, man, this is amazing. I finally got, after like <laughs> my fourth attempt at getting a, wear, a wearable, actually fifth, when you think about it, I finally got something that was good looking, functional, and I can actually like, get praise for wearing this thing, right? I get praise for wearing this watch, which it was supposed to be the whole purpose of wearing a watch. I wear this and I'm looking around like, hey, uh, that's a nice watch. I kind of want a watch that looks like that. This, you look like a a nerd. You just look like a nerd. You know, a 30 plus, I don't want to really look like a nerd. I don't want to look like a hipster. There are some times where this is where this is cool, like a short sleeve polo shirt, you're wearing jeans, and you're just casual. I can't wear this with a suit. I'm sorry. I tried. Not cool. Not cool at all. You don't get cool points for that. You just don't get cool points for doing that. This, however, you get cool points for wearing this with a suit because it looks more natural. It looks more natural. And you can't tell me this doesn't look nice. This doesn't look nice. And you're seeing all the blue. You're seeing the blue right here. There's different watch faces. And it can go with anything. And you had a reason to, to be proud of whipping that thing out. And let me put it on my arm right now. You, you're proud of whipping that thing out and raising it up and looking at your notifications. Because people are like, oh. Why is he looking at his really nice watch like that? Is that a smart watch? Is that more than a watch? And they get to thinking. They're not sure if they should say anything, but that gets them thinking. And eventually they come and say, wow, that's a nice watch. Is that one of those Android watches? They know about it now. They know about it. So my impressions of the look of it is beautiful. Okay. If we could take a look at it, I mean, the band is um, at the market, kind of. But you can see here that it just looks like a watch, you know, with the screen off. <laughs> so what is what is different also about having this? What's the benefit of having this over this? So the charging is another thing, is that discharging it's a cradle i'm gonna tell you right now this broke in a month so i have to wrap a band around here to keep it on here just just to charge just to charge so it snaps like that it broke if i let it go it just falls off it just literally falls off it's supposed to stay there but it doesn't um however with this chi wireless charging any chi wireless charger Set that sucker there and go about your way. If I had it plugged in, which, you know, should have had that ready. <laughs> oh, I hurt myself. So if you put it on there and it just turns into an alarm clock. I don't know if you can see that, but it turns into alarm clock. It tells you percentage and it just, you just pop it on there and go. Pop it on there and go. That's it. That's it. That's all you got to do. Battery life is good after a few updates. Battery life wasn't all that when I first got it, but after a few updates, it's great. Now, the functionality of it, of Android Wear, is 99.9% uh, .9 the same across all the devices. How it interprets your heart rate is the big thing of how it's different, but it still has the same function. It just does it differently so the functionality of the android wear platform is what i'm going to get to next so when i said before my reason of getting the pebble the second time and finding the use case scenarios for it basically 
left me wanting more because I'm so, so deeply entrenched into Google now. I'm like, I need this. And I got a taste of it with this, but I just want something nicer with this, the Moto 360. I was like, hey, this Google Now feature just by itself, if nothing else works on this watch, the Google Now functionality works beautifully with it. So getting text messages, calls, notifications, other app notifications, it worked flawlessly. But that wasn't that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough to spend the money for it. That wasn't enough. You needed it to do other things, everything that Google now did, because that was the, the sales strategy of it. That was the, the point of it. Google Glass was going, bye-bye. But the functionality for the notifications and, and the controls that it had was awesome. It was, it was awesome, so awesome, okay? So let's think about it. If you, use, if you use Google Now, you know how to use Android Wear, basically. That's it. If you know how to use Google Now, you know how to use Android Wear. If you want to talk to your phone, ask Google a question. Let's do a demonstration. Let's do a demonstration. Have Google Now here. Have Google Now cards on here. If you, I don't know if you can see that, but that's Google Now. If I want to ask Google a question, hey, Google, who is Barack Obama? It does Barack Obama. Thanks for not yelling at the... It didn't yell at the microphone. I do appreciate that. So it gives you the answer. You you know how to use Google now. But you can do this also. So you can hold it up, tap on it. Who is Barack Obama? And it listens. It processes the information. Bluetooth. It feeds the information to your phone, the Bluetooth, and it tells you who Barack Obama is, the answer. Well, I'm sure you can't see that, but it gives you the answer. 44th president of the United States, when he was born and everything, but it doesn't talk back. That's a great thing that it doesn't talk back because you would be a a-hole talking to your watch all day, especially you guys that like to talk to your phones out loud or talk on speaker phones and your, phone, and your watch is talking back. You'd be a-hole. You're in the bathroom. Public bathroom, just sitting there talking to you, watching us talking back, and things could get really awkward. So that's a good thing it doesn't talk back. So what are the benefits of having this functionality on your wrist? Well, statistically speaking, we pull out our phones and check our notifications, even if we don't have any, even if it didn't, the phone doesn't alert us by vibration or by noise, if we have a notification, we still check our phones out of routine for two things, to check and see if we have notifications or to check the time. That was the major thing with the smartphones or cell phones for that matter. And people stopped wearing watches once the these phones told time very easily displayed on the screen, easy access. So we stopped wearing watches but we still pull out our phones. And people pull out their phones over 150 times a day just for those two reasons, to check the time and to check and see if they had notifications. Even though they had a notification light on their phones, they still, why would you not check and see if you still had it? Maybe the light wasn't working. Maybe you were on the app and the notification light didn't respond because it still noticed you were on the app. Different things, different reasons, whatever. And... We wanted to lessen that because we got so deeply entrenched on looking at our phones every five minutes or less to see if we had notifications or if we missed a phone call or what time is it? You know, I know you still now people are like, what time is it? And they reach for their phone instead of their watch, even if they have a watch on, which is hilarious. Even those people that still 
wore a traditional watch throughout this time. They still checked their phone, which is crazy. Why did they do it? Because they were used to other people checking their phones to check the time. Interesting. Very interesting. So the purpose of the smartwatch is to actually lessen those occurrences to of you checking your phone, which correlates to you saving battery life. Because the less times you turn on your screen, the longer your battery lives throughout the day. So main thing with that is notifications. But notifications, you can get that uh, any wearable, except the Fitbit Flex. But they have the charge that you could somehow get some type of notifications. There are wearables now that do that simple notification thing. That's not enough. That's not enough. It wasn't enough. No. The thing that ties into it is you can use Google Now functions, Google search functions, easy command functions without touching your phone. So the drawback with having the pebble was that you can get the notification, but you still had to get your phone. If you got a text message, you still had to pull out your phone to respond back, unless you got one of those apps to where you constantly click the side buttons to type out <laughs> the message of reply. However, with Android Wear, you had the opportunity to check the message, send a can response, or you can touch to reply to it and do it with your voice. You can talk to the watch and it it is just like voice to text, it is voice to text, and it replies back to that person. You can also compose a message by saying, okay, Google, send the SMS to blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it confirms it. It tells you, asks you to say the message or on the screen, gives you a chance to speak now. You say it, you confirm it, you can cancel it if it's wrong, you, or you just let it send. And you can hold an entire conversation without pulling out your phone. Call notifications. You can't have a voice call on the watch, but it at least shows you who's calling in color with their avatar that you've picked for their contacts. Great. Uh, and and the whole thing with the replying by voice, you can do it with uh, a, a select few of apps, but majority of the apps are the ones that are most used, like WhatsApp. Um, you could do the SMS app, which is not not the not the regular SMS app for Android. Let's get that right out. It's Hangouts. It is Message Messenger. Is it Messenger? Which is a newly launched app which works very well with android wear um facebook messenger some other things uh I'm not sure if twitter works or not but it makes your life so much easier it makes your life easy so when you wake up in the morning and the things that you used, everything that you used to ask Google now for, it shows it. Predictive. And, and, and you don't have to go search for it. Predictive. Just like Google now. Shows you a car. Your favorite team is about to play. Shows you time. You have a calendar invite, a reminder that comes up, pops up on your watch. It's just in case you forgot. You're like, oh my gosh, I have this meeting in 15 minutes. That's freaking awesome. I have this alert. Oh, I know what time it is. It predictively tells you your heart rate, your steps, your your agenda for the day each morning. Everything that Google now does on your phone, it does it on your wrist. And you didn't even have to touch your phone yet. Get the weather. Movie times. Um, calendar invite. The agenda. Uh, you can take a note. You can... Recall a note right on your wrist. Hell, you can even control your Chromecast with your watch. You can control Google Music with 
you watch. How cool was it when I first realized that I can stop, I can pause, and I can play my Netflix, my um, Google Play movies, my Google Play music while streaming on the Chromecast? I looked at it. I'm like, hey, I could pause this. Walked away. I'm like, that just worked. That's freaking amazing. And here's the great thing. Now with the home automation, you can, with the Nest, you can do commands to the Nest. You could do it from Pebble, but it's, it's too much work. But you could do things with Android Wear, which is cool. If your car is actually up to date in terms of you just got it, and certain models do this, they, they previewed this at CES this year. You can start your car with your Android Wear watch with a compatible app to that car. Awesome. Okay, Google, start my car. Bow. Done. 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 It takes your heart rate, takes your steps. Let you know how close you are to your goal. Let you know how far away you are from work, home. What else does it do? I found this cool thing the other day that I could tap on here and pay for my Starbucks just by just the app right there. Just walk in, app connects to it, scan it. Wow. Like, I don't have, <laughs> it was cool enough when you didn't have to take out your wallet and the baristas at Starbucks were watching you pay for your food or in your drink with your phone. But they're like, holy crap. I'm scanning his watch to pay for his coffee. That's totally awesome. Here's another thing. If you guys are fashion freaks, you can have a watch face to go with any type of dress, ensemble, suit, casual wear, anything. You can have that. So it makes you feel like you have a new watch every day. Now, is Google Wallet, I mean, sorry, <laughs> is Android Wear for everyone? No. It's not. It only works on Android. About 48, 49% of the market is still iOS devices. And with that, there's going to be Apple Watch release this year. And people are going to be head over heels with it, just like they were or and are for every Apple release. And I'm not hating Apple fanboys. Do not start with me. Please do not start with me. I am not hating on Apple. I'm just saying you guys go batshit crazy whenever something Apple comes out. And mainstream goes batshit crazy whenever Apple releases something new. It could be the worst shit ever. It's not the worst, but it could be. And you still love it. Same could be said with Android. There's a lot of not good devices per se in design that came out with Android Wear. This is not the best design on the Gear Live. It's definitely not the best design on the G-Watch. The G-Watch R is a lot better, but it's still huge. Does it polarize females, though? It seems like it polarizes females. Like the watches are too freaking big for females to wear. You can't see the way the Apple Watch works is females are like, I can wear that. I can wear that. They make it, they make a a model for me. I can wear that. I don't want a huge watch. Like some some females are into wearing huge watches. This, and mo but most of them aren't. Most most and most people don't still don't wear watches, even though you you give them so much reason to wear a watch. They still won't wear a watch because they're like, I got a phone. We, we, they grew up in a time where you your phone was your watch, your smartphone was your everything, your calculator, everything it became everything to you. You didn't need any other accessory. 
Bluetooth headphones are becoming, not becoming, they are the major market accessory to your smartphone. But does it do anything else than play music? Should it be for the money? Should it be the major market necessity? Technically, no. Because pound for pound, dollar for dollar, the smartwatch is not a destination device. And what I mean by destination device is not something that you have to go out of your way to use, to find a use case for it. Like, I'm walking into work, I'm working, I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. I am just out and about in the grocery store. I am doing driving. Why the hell would I have on Bluetooth headphones when I'm driving by myself in the car when I have speakers? However, every situation that you go through on an everyday basis, you can wear this and benefit from this device. Even if it's this. Even if it's that. Is it meant for you? No. Will the Apple Watch be meant for you? Who knows? But Android Wear has so much potential. And it's not like a, a useless piece of tech. It's, it's great, actually. And what makes the tech so great is not something that you have to figure out what you're going to use it for. Remember when smartphones came out? And remember when the iPhone came out and Blackberries were popular? Remember Blackberry was really popular? It, popular. it never really had an app store, per se. Like Apple eventually did and Android eventually did. It, it was just utilitarian. Smartphones were utilitarian to a certain extent until apps started to come on and then you started to force yourself to go out of your way. It was funny because smartphones became were like utilitarian devices until apps got popular and then it became destination devices until they found apps with communication and that connected you to everything in your daily life, it came more of a utilitarian device again. And the best tech ever is the tech that you don't have to try to find a use case scenario every day. You don't have to plan out your day to use this technology. Your phone is with you all the time. Bluetooth headphones aren't with you all the time. If you if it is, you got a problem. But a watch is something is that is, you know, historically with you all the time. So you get in the routine, you like, you just put it on. Right? You just, just put it on. What's wrong with the Fitbit? Nothing's wrong with the Fitbit. Especially if you got the Fitbit charge. It tells you time. But however, you have it's weird because it's a fitness band that is going to be worn all the time and taking abuse, and you can't replace the band on it really. And it's mostly plastic, which deteriorates over time. So you're going to have that, and you're still most people are still going to wear a watch. So you have times on both of your wrists, which is weird. But some people catch on in there. Just wearing one of them. But it's still kind of weird. Because that is not a watch first. As much tech that is in Android Wear devices right now, the watches, and no matter how nerdy you think it is, what makes it not a destination device is the fact that its first function is to tell you time. And you always need to know what time it is, no matter where you're at. Because unless you are just that in tune with the universe, 
You can't know the time without looking at something. You might probably could guess the time. But, I mean, that's a shot in the dark. <laughs> I mean, are you a old school Native American? And, you know, if you're inside, if, or if you are in time, like this time, and it's dark outside, you'd probably be like, oh, yeah, it's six o'clock. You look at traffic, you're like, oh, yeah, it's four o'clock. Look at the sun come up, and you, you're like, oh, yeah, but what about a cloudy day? You don't know. What if you're inside all the time because it's raining outside? You don't know. What if you just lose track of time because you're just so immersed into something? You don't know. But its, it's first function, its primary function, no matter how much tech they put in here, is to tell you time. Do you need Android Wear? Nah. You don't need a smartphone, technically. Smartphone is still a luxury device. As many smartphones as you see out there, you'd be surprised how many people in the U.S. alone don't have smartphones. It's trickling down. It's trickling down. It's still hovering above 35%. The people in the U.S., not, t not kids, but adults that don't have smartphones. Is it the older people? Yeah, you can count those in. Baby boomers, baby boomers are slowly getting those smartphones and they're closing the gap. But there's still a lot of people out there that don't have smartphones, devices like that. Is it something that you should invest in now? Not necessarily. There's going to be implementations. And the, the thing that most people are worried about is the fact that, or I, you know, old school. Used to buying a watch. Only thing you upgrade to it is the battery after the battery dies. There's two things that you have to worry about when you have a smartwatch. At some point in time, you're gonna need to get another smartwatch if you want to stay with the latest software technology. And because it has a lithium-ion battery in it, at some point in time in that in the life of that device, you're going to have to get another one because just like a smartphone battery, it's going to turn into crap soon. So are you willing to invest money into something that's going to be another thing you have to upgrade? That's important because that's going to, that's, you know, it's important because... Things are crazy like that. And you gotta remember, you got you gotta remember it was the whole thing with smartphones. Remember when phones used to last a week? Remember the Nokia phones that used to last a week? They didn't do anything but play snake, but they lasted a week. And you used it like regular. You text message all day long. It still lasts you about three days before you had to charge it again. People held off of that because they're like, oh, the battery don't last as long. And we're still searching for a long-lasting battery. We can get like two and a half days at most, I believe, out of our smartphones with humongous capacity batteries. But we'll never get back to those days. I don't think. I don't think. And people are holding off just like they did with that and slowly trickling in, getting smartphones. It's going to be the same thing with the smartwatches and the wearables. The battery's going to deteriorate after so many cycles, after a thousand somewhat cycles. That means every time it calculates cumulatively how much it goes down to zero and goes back up to 100. Any one of those ranges, that's a cycle. And after that cycle's done, it's, it's dropping. It's dropping substantially. It's just like the effectiveness of a pharmaceutical after it's past that date, it's less effective. It drops off. It's like, why take it at all? The Moto 360, however, I think out of all the smartwatches to date, even with the Asus ZenWatch, still looks better. Even with the the LG. G Watch R, it still looks better. People complain about the 
flat tire. I was one that complained about it a lot until I got to use it. You know what that's called? Hate. <laughs> and I looked at a lot of reviews and they were like, you, you're not even going to notice it. Keep, keep using it. You're not going to notice it. It's true. Sometimes I look at it and remind myself that it's there. Of course, it's there. The brain is just not going to let it go 100% of the time that saying, hell, it never happened. It's going to be there. But it's not something that is going to be like, oh, the flat tie is still there. I thought it was going to go away today. It's not going to be that. It's not going to be that at all. Do I recommend the Android Wear devices? I would say if you're skeptical of it, do like I did the first go around. Buy a lightly used one off of Swappa.com, off of uh, eBay, um, Craigslist. Be safe. Be safe for Craigslist, as always. Um, but try it out. And if you like it, keep using it. If you want to go to just get the one, I, I do I do encourage this. Just go put up the money to get the one you want now. It's just like smartphones. People just wait and wait and wait and wait. And they're like, hey, I'm gonna wait until the, the right one comes out. I'm gonna wait until the Jesus phone comes out. And you'll keep on waiting because they keep coming up with stuff. And as soon as the Apple Watch hits. It's going to roll like the river, like the tide's coming in, man. Is the technology going to get that much far advanced uh, if you wait? Nah. No. No. It's not. What else are they going to put in? GPS? It's going to lessen the battery. That's in the Sony SmartWatch 3. Sony got on to the game. Got Android Wear in it. People like it. Pretty cool. Would I buy it? No. Because at the end of the day, the style of this, they're like, oh, man, it's just round and it's big. I'm like, that's fine. I got have a manly wrist. <laughs> Every time I put the, the Moto 360 on, I'm like, I'm wearing a really nice watch. Oh, no one robs me for my watch. <laughs> like, I'm almost like, should I wear this just out? <laughs> They're like, we're past the days of people like cutting or, or robbing people for a watch because there are a lot of faux stylus watches out there that are really cheap but look expensive. And people are like, oh, I'm not taking a chance of just robbing this dude. It's like a $12 watch. But this looks, if you use it, you know it's worth at least $200 if you flip it. Pawn shop, 99 something like that, you know, whatever. You, uh, you stick up guys, do whatever you do. I don't know. Um, But it's great. Now, before I go, what you should make sure you do before you invest in Android Wear is you have a you can have a, a device that's that's on Jelly Bean still, but I do recommend you getting a device. And there's not many of them out right now, which is which is a whole nother show. But I do recommend you getting devices on Lollipop Android 5.0 because that is what Android Wear is on right now. And it integrates seamlessly. And I mean seamlessly when when you mute notifications or when you put priority notifications set in, in Android 5.0 on the phone, it goes straight to the watch and vice versa. It's seamless. I didn't like it at first. I hated it at first. I just wanted to find a way to mute my watch. Like, can I really just turn off the sound of my watch like I used to? The functionality was broken for like a little bit, but they figured it out. Good job, guys. Figured it out. Fixed it. I was really perturbed about that. But it's like it's like a seamless transition. I have the Moto X and I have the Moto 360. 
Now, do you have to have manufacturing uh, a matching manufactured devices? You don't have to, but it sure makes you feel like you're doing something organized in life. If you have Moto 360 and the Moto X, or if you have the Nexus 6 and the Moto 360, just like it would make more sense kind of if you have the Gear Live and a Samsung device phone. It just makes sense to me that you would do that. But again, that's up to you. A lot of people aren't into just having matching technologies. <laughs> it's hard enough for people to wear head to toe same designer. Who does that? How much of an a-whore are you if you just do that, right? Just head to toe every day. Head to toe. I'm wearing Gucci from head to toe. Okay. No one cares. No one's going to really pay attention to the streamlinedness of your buying. But it does get to you a little bit. I thought about it. I'm like, maybe I should make it match. I mean, you don't really do that with your with your tablet and your computer, do you? Some people do. Some people do. I take that back. Some people do. Some people do. But Android Wear works beautifully with Android 5.0 on your device. Get 5.0. Whole another show about 5.0 not being on enough devices, I feel, yet. It's been out since, what, late October, early November, something like that. Why isn't it on more devices? Got to really figure that out. There are some glitches with it, but that's a whole nother show. Moto 360 is a buy for me. I tell you, buy. Buy, 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 buy. You get the metal bands for it. You get the leather bands for it. You get a 22-millimeter strap for it of your choosing so know how to put it on warning there's some cracks on the back that could happen if you do it wrong i haven't experienced any myself but i'm also a person that doesn't drop his phone even though i don't have a case on it there's no blemishes so i baby my technology I put money into it. I baby it. Some people are klutzes. Some people just have unfortunate accidents. I'm just fortunate that uh, I don't have that problem. Now, you guys and gals out there, I want to thank you for watching the show. If you want to follow the blog, it is www.themavcast.com blogspot.com subscribe to the show or the blog on there uh, go to my google plus channel you can do it from this actual video if you can't do it from this video go to plus dot google uh, plus google dot com plus charlie maverick smith you know how to use it dang i can't remember um follow me on twitter at the Mavcast. I'm not going to tell you my Facebook because I'm trying to delete people off of my Facebook <laughs> as we speak. Um, but again, if you want to make a donation towards the show, if you like the show and you want to give $1, $5, $10, any dollar no donation to the show, and I'll put it towards the quality of the show and hopefully give you better content, more shows, make this Kind of like Twit. I want to be like Leo Laporte and change the world as we know it in terms of podcasting. I'm not The Verge. I'm not even Android Central. But I put my own spin on the things that mean a lot to me, the topics that mean a lot to me, the things that concern me, the things that I like, the things that I enjoy. This is the Mavcast. I'm Charlie Maverick. 
There's only one me. And I can only do a podcast how I can do it. No one else can do it like me. Just like I can't do it like anybody else. I hope you guys have been educated, informed, entertained. And I hope I've answered some of the questions. Are you still on the fence? Let me know in the comments. Do you like the show? Plus one. Share with your friends. Tell the people about the show. Be back next time. You never know what I'm going to talk about next. I could talk about politics, race, culture, tech. I could talk about anything. Keep an eye out for the event invites. Never know what you're going to get. Until I actually put it in the description. I think that's a clear indicator of what I'm going to talk about. But you still never know what I'm going to get. And big shout out to the Patriots for getting to the Super Bowl. We're going to win. Yeah. Uh, deflate gate. That's a bunch of BS. Just want to put that out there. All right. You guys have a great rest of the week. And I'll see you next time on the MathCast. <laughs>